The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's happening this week on your favorite soap opera? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I'm so glad that you put aside some time so that we can continue our weekly discussions about anything and everything soaps. Now, this week, we are very lucky to have a three-time Emmy winner coming on to talk about his work on ABC's General Hospital. His return to the show in October was the talk of the net, and now some industry insiders are saying that a fourth daytime Emmy is very well within his reach. In addition to his award-winning soap work, he's appeared in feature films, he fronts a rock band, and he's a family man with a wife and two children who has graciously taken time away from his week off to talk to us. Please welcome my guest, Jonathan Jackson. Hello. Hi. How are you today? I'm doing great, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, taking some time off of your uh, your week long vacation or so, or I guess two weeks to uh, to talk to us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Now you know we'll get to some of the specifics a little more uh, a little bit later, but I'm curious: uh, Are you aware of the buzz? that goes around some of the, uh, the recent scenes that you've been working on, or do you sort of you know, shield yourself from what people are saying? Um, well, I try to not overread a lot of details of that stuff, but um, I have heard a lot of really positive response from, um, from some of the, uh, the recent work and stuff, which has been really cool. Um, some of my, my friends will send me you know, links to certain sites or... Um, uh, reviews and things like that, and and there's there's been a, a pretty um uh you know a, a really amazing response, which has been uh, encouraging for me. So that's great. I guess things uh, certainly since the last time you were with the show, there's more of an immediacy now that you can get this sort of feedback. Uh, certainly, yeah. with the internet and text messages, and has that influenced or changed anything in the way that that you approach how you're doing your work? Um, no, not really. Um, the the I think the the acting and the work of it is is um, uh, sort of separate from the uh, communication with the, the fans and the viewers and stuff that and the reviews from magazines and stuff like that. Um, I think that's that's always pretty separate from the actual daily grind of of uh, going to work and, and performing the scenes and stuff. Well, one of the questions that uh, so many people have submitted since uh, they found out that you'd be on the show is yeah. pretty simple. It's how does it feel to be back at General Hospital? Yeah, it's it's it feels great. I mean, it's 
it's an unexpected, unique experience for me. Um, I left when I was, I think, 17 years old and mm-hmm. come back 10 years later, um, married with, you know, um, <laughs> children and, and uh, a lot of different experiences in life and, and uh, you know, music and films and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it just sort of feels like a fun adventure and, and it feels... Um, it feels cool to, to reconnect with certain people that, that I hadn't um, seen in a while or, or worked with in a long time. Now, the calendar says you've been away for 10 years, but I'm wondering, does it feel like 10 years, or does it feel like maybe you, uh, like the summer break back when you were, <laughs> back when we were in high school, and you'd come back after a few months and just sort of pick up where you left off? Yeah. Well, it's sort of a dichotomy. I mean, it, it, it really it does feel like 10 years, um, because so much has happened and it feels like um like it's been that long but at the same time in terms of the connection with the different actors that I'm working with and how comfortable I am working on the show that that only took a couple of days before that felt pretty uh pretty comfortable again hmm. now we like to rewind a lot on this show i, I found that it, yeah. it ends up being with a, a lot of interesting answers. So I want to go back to when you were first cast as Lucky. It was uh, 1993. I'm wondering, did you really understand at that time the significance of the character of Lucky? No, no, I had no, no idea, no, um, no way of really comprehending what Luke and Laura, um, meant to, you know, the not only the, the daytime genre, but just to TV and, and pop culture in general. Um, I wasn't I wasn't even born when, when the whole wedding happened with Luke and Laura and everything. So um, I didn't really have any connection with that, which I think was, was, uh, was a good thing because to me it was just, you know, meeting uh, Anthony Geary and Jeannie Francis was... was just like meeting anyone else that I was working with. I had no concept of their their fame or anything, which um, I think is always a, a healthy thing. So how long did it take before it, it set in? Uh, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming that it has, but how long did it take for you after being there where you, know, you thought, wow, I, I, I really get this now? That's sort of, I mean, that, I don't know, it, that's, different I think at different stages I mean I remember even before anything aired on TV when I was in New York filming the first episode um, in Rochester New York there was a just like a mob of people that were out just to see us filming before the Luke and Laura stuff had even aired Wow! Uh, with them returning and I hadn't even been on the show um, as well and you know I got mobbed and I was like you know 11 years old and there's like this huge crowd of people and it, sh- it sort of dawned on me that, you know, that, that it was a pretty big deal, but at the same time it was sort of like, you know, the whole same thing is sort of silly because I hadn't even been on TV yet. Hmm. Um, so, it- and then, you know, a couple months into it, people were recognizing me right away in restaurants all the time oh. and stuff. And um, so pretty quickly I learned that it was, you know, a, a popular show and all that kind of stuff, but... Um, took a while to absorb the history of it, um, being, being that young. Is it difficult at that age, or do you think 
it would have been different to come into the show, say now, uh, having to deal with all those things at 11 with people recognizing you in, in restaurants? Or, mm-hmm. or is it something that at that point in time, you know, you don't have all of the, the, the notions and the, the understandings that we have as, as adults where right. maybe it didn't impact you the way that it would now? Well, yeah, I think it's unique when to, for that kind of stuff to happen to, to young people and to, to kids. Um, but I think it's, there's pretty similar obstacles even for adults because it's just a, an odd situation, I think, for, to be recognized by uh, strangers and stuff. Um, it took me a few years to really settle into it and to not... Um, I mean, to really understand what it was and, and everything. Um, and once I sort of wrapped my head around it and understood what the whole thing was, and I, it, it, I settled into it. Then, I guess for, since the, the Internet wasn't around then, it, it's hard to really gauge what people were thinking at the time. But from what people have said, uh, your decision mm-hmm. to leave in 1999 took a lot of people by surprise. And I'm just wondering... Uh, What was your thought process at, uh, let me do the math in my head, at 17, uh, what was the process that you were going through to think, you know, uh, maybe I I should leave the show or uh, was it a difficult decision? Um, Well, I mean, for for me, I had always looked at it as a temporary thing. Um, So, you know, you start something at 11, you don't really picture yourself being at the same job you know, in, mm-hmm. straight through from 11 years old to 30 or something. Um, you know, young adulthood, it's like you sort of want to uh, have different experiences. And, um, I mean, I had already been doing films like Deep End of the Ocean and mm-hmm. Camp Nowhere and other stuff. So, um, and I love film work as well. So, I don't know, it was just a natural progression for me. And then about a year after you left the show, uh, they announced yeah. that Jacob Young was going to take over the role of Lucky. I'm wondering, what was your reaction to finding out that there would be somebody else on screen as the character you created? Um, man, you know, it might have even been sooner than a year after I left. I think it was might have been even sooner than that, but it's hard to remember. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, in a perfect world, to me, it would have been the kind of thing where it would have uh, remained open so I could sort of, you know, come back and forth a little easier. Um, but I understand the the logic of, of recasting the character and wanting to continue the story and and have the character to work with and stuff. And so, um, I mean, I didn't really think of it in, in a negative way or a positive way. It was just sort of that's what they're doing and, you know, um, it's sort of a new chapter and stuff. So, and I mean, that's another reason why I didn't think I would ever, you know, come back to the show. At least as lucky, because I just didn't think that was going to be a possibility. Hmm. Now we're surprisingly we're, we're almost at our our first break. But before we get there, uh, something that was interesting: uh, Jacob Young was actually a guest on the show two weeks ago, uh, and mm. when he was talking about being lucky, uh, he recalled, yeah. of course, he won an Emmy in two thousand two. And he referred to the role of Lucky as something really special. I'm curious, uh, what makes Lucky so special? Well, um, I think it's sort of the all the different possibilities that you have within a character with those kind of complexities. 
sort of being a combination of of Luke and Laura. Um, the way I see it, he's got the the edge and the rebelliousness and the wildness of Luke, <laughs> but he has the the soul and the purity and the innocence of Laura. And when you have that sort of um, contradictory place to to draw from, I think that creates a lot of really interesting dynamics. Well, we are at our first break, but when we come back with more from Jonathan Jackson, we'll find out what led to his return to General Hospital, and we'll talk about that memorable scene where Lucky confronted Elizabeth and Nicholas. So stay tuned for more with Jonathan Jackson on Soap Central Live after the break. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans. Are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, 
or you just want to dish, please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm talking with Jonathan Jackson, and we're about to catch up with what he's been up to since he left General Hospital. And uh, certainly your fans know, uh, but there are maybe some folks who are listening who don't know that in addition to being on the soaps, you also have a musical career. So I'm wondering if you could, you know, uh, and a new album that just recently came out. So I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah, well, music's been a huge passion of mine ever since I was really young, and um, I've been uh, playing in a in a band called E Nation for the last five years. Uh, my brother's in the band; he's a drummer, and um, we've been, you know, making records and touring and doing all that kind of stuff. And um, we've, you know, had some cool stuff like a top ten song in the uh, iTunes rock charts, and. Um, you know, stuff in films and TV and everything, which has been pretty cool. So that's definitely uh, a consistent um, creative outlet and passion that I have that that we're continuing to pursue. And I think the most recent release that we did was a, a live album called The Future is a Memory. Um, and that just came out a few weeks ago. And that can, they can people can check it out on iTunes or uh, cdbaby.com. And uh, our music website is enationmusic.com. And, of course, we will certainly have links to all of that on SoapCentral.com. Now, cool. in addition to, to being the front man, I'm curious, do you mm-hmm. write a lot of the music, or mm-hmm. is that something that you, you collaborate with, with everyone in the group? Yeah, um, I, I've, I write most of it, um, probably 90% of it, <laughs> and um, the but the band is really involved in terms of really, you know, producing and arranging the songs from just, you know, guitar and vocals or piano and vocals into a full experience. Um, so we're a really tight-knit group of friends, and um, it's really fun to create stuff together. Certainly, uh, the return, when it was announced that you were returning to General Hospital. Uh, you described uh-huh. it as something that came that came out of the blue. Uh, right. Anywhere in the back of your mind, did you think, "Hey, you know, maybe I should see if I can go back, or it would be nice to go back," or did it, you know, really take you by surprise? Well, I mean, in terms of, yeah, in terms of ABC calling and saying, you know, the role of Lucky is 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 opening up. Would you be interested in coming back? I mean, that was an absolute surprise. Um, I mean, over the course of 10 years being away, I had periodically just, you know, sort of missed working with Tony Geary and, mm-hmm. and, um, and things like that. And so I'd thought about it, but it's always been in sort of more of a vague way. Um, I just never really thought it was going to actually happen. Um, and when they contacted me, I mean, I was couldn't couldn't I wasn't wasn't thinking anything in that realm. So it was very much uh um, a surprising, you know, fork in the road that just seemed like, wow, this is this is pretty interesting and just seemed like the right time to a new season of stepping back into something and, and um you know, 
seen what it would what it would feel like as an adult. Now, a lot has uh, gone on with Lucky in those ten years that you were away. Uh, I'm wondering, did you keep up with what was going on with him, or when you got back, did somebody sit you down and say, you know, Ooh, brace yourself, uh, there's a whole lot to catch up on here? Yeah. Um, I didn't actually watch the show much, um, so I didn't really keep up on what was going on. Um, and so I did have specific conversations with the producers and writers and stuff, and they would they would catch me up with... Um, all the different stuff that had gone on. And, you know, there were still things that I've, there's still things that I'm learning as I'm even working <laughs> that come up in scripts that people, you know, just haven't talked about that I have questions about. And they say, oh, well, that's that's referring to this and this happened and everything like that. But, um, you know, in terms of the soul of the character, um, I always felt pretty confident that, um, uh, that I, you know, had a connection with that just in terms of starting the character as a young kid and, and sort of um, playing him throughout the, the formative years, becoming an adult and stuff. So I, I wasn't overly intimidated to incorporate some of that history over the last 10 years. Okay. Now we have uh, an email that was submitted by Melissa from Illinois, and okay. she's saying that she notices that it seems that Lucky shows more emotion now than maybe he has in the past. I'm wondering, do you think that's a fair assessment? And if so, maybe why you think that he's he's changed his emotional level? Uh, do they mean in terms of, I wonder if she means in terms of when I was playing it 10 years ago or in terms of throughout the whole course of the character? Um I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, the, the emotional stuff to me is dictated a lot by the storyline and the circumstances. I mean, I remember when I was a kid and a teenager. Um, one of the things that I've really indebted to Jeannie Francis for is is just the emotional availability at which she works is something that really impacted yeah. me. And I mean, I felt like there was a ton of emotional stuff back then when I was growing up as well from, um, you know, the rape storyline to the stuff with Elizabeth. Um, a lot of that stuff seemed like that was happening quite a bit. Um, so to me, it's been a pretty, con- I mean, it feels pretty consistent from what it was back then, hmm. but maybe it's just different now, you know, when it's an adult and not a kid or something, maybe it, maybe it just comes across a little, um, a little more forceful or something. Well, certainly, I, I, lately, particularly, there's there's been a lot to show emotion about. Uh, last right. month, it's still one of the most talked about episodes of a soap in in a long time. It was the mm-hmm. confrontation scene between Lucky, Elizabeth, and Nicholas. Right. Uh, the scenes were they were amazing. Um, you know, they were TV'd and, and rewatched a couple of times. I'm curious, where do you have to go in your mind to get to that place? Because it was, it really was powerful. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a very, it's a sort of interesting internal process as an actor to to do that kind of stuff, and um, it does take a lot out of you in in different ways. Um, you know. My process with that stuff, I think, is is probably you know fairly unique to 
to my own experiences in life and and um, the different people that I've had a chance to work with as an actor and stuff. Um, it's always rooted in in I'm in a spiritual place really, and it's it's less about acting and more about trying to tap into something that that is truthful and real and um, sort of trying to empty yourself and and being a vessel to to portray some some form of um, honesty with with the, the the brokenness that we go through in relationships and stuff. So it was definitely uh, something that took a lot out of me and stuff, but it was just, for me, it was just a lot of prayer and a lot of um, trying to be in, uh, in a state of being open to whatever God wanted to do in the scenes. And that's just sort of how I work. So I don't, I don't like taking a lot of credit because I feel like it's, it's more about trying to get out of the way than trying to dictate what happens, you know? Oh, definitely. That's, that's an amazing way to, to look at it. Now you talk about the brokenness of relationships. Uh, I'm curious, you know, are, are these relationships that Lucky has with, with both Nicholas and with Elizabeth, can they be salvaged in any way or should they be salvaged in any way? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, uh, that's tough. I mean, I think for for me, I, I think there's a difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. Hmm. If that makes any sense, I no, think it does that, definitely. I, I think that a person should always strive to forgive somebody, but they don't necessarily always need to reconcile in in terms of having the same kind of friendship or having the same kind of um, romantic relationship or whatever the the bruising and the wounding is, I think as, as humans, we're sort of obligated to forgive, but we're certainly not obligated to, um, to reconcile and, and to, um, offer the same kind of trust that existed prior, prior to those kinds of offenses and stuff. So, um, you know, I think only the future will tell in terms of where lucky will, will land on those relationships, but they're pretty massive, um, violations, you know, in terms of a brother um, betraying his own brother uh, with, you know, his fiance and stuff. And Elizabeth, this is her second massive affair on, um, on, on Lucky. So, I mean, it's pretty massive. And um, I think it's, if anything were to reconcile, I think it'd have to take some time. Now, we are... Sadly, we're coming up on the end of your time with us. I'm curious, before we go, from an actor's perspective only, uh, do you mm-hmm. have a preference in how the who's the daddy storyline should play out? Um, no, not really. I mean, for me, I'm sort of... I mean, either way, it's, it's, it's going to be a tricky, messy sort of situation with a lot of conflict. <laughs> potential so um you know as an actor i don't know i mean either way is 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 pretty intense um yeah i mean that's a good question i don't, I don't really know um cause if it's nicholas's then you know that's sort of like three children she's had from other fathers besides lucky which will make not being with her easier 
and if the child is lucky, then it's going to make it's going to be harder for him to completely separate himself from from Elizabeth, which is sort of what he wants right now. So um, I think either way, it's it's going to be pretty uh, pretty messy. Yeah, I'd, I don't think there's an easy way. <laughs> I don't think there's an yeah. easy way out of it either. I want to thank yeah. you so much for uh, for dropping by and spending some time with cool. us. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Uh, General Hospital airs weekdays on ABC, and you can catch same-day repeats and weekend marathons on SoapNet. Check your local listings for the time and channel in your area. And, of course, you can always catch up with 15 years' worth of daily comprehensive recaps on SoapCentral.com. Thank you again so much, Jonathan. And Thank you. We'll be back with more of Soap Central Live after the break. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans. Are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Haiti has been hit hard by a deadly earthquake. Destruction is everywhere. Tens of thousands are feared dead and hundreds of thousands are homeless without food, water, and basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene, but your support is urgently needed to help us save lives. Please give as much as you can now. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. You can even donate $10 right now by texting the word SAVE from your cell phone to 20222. Please give now. Once upon a time, there lived three energy hogs. Now, an energy hog is what you have when humans waste energy. One day, the three energy hogs set out to find themselves a cottage. Let's look for leaky windows, said the first energy hog, for he knew that would waste energy. Let's look for leaky doors, said the second. Let's look for a swing set, said the third, for he had more blubber than brains. So they set off down the road. Presently, they came upon a tiny cottage where dwelled a clever girl named Dreadylocks. I hope it has leaky windows, cried the first energy hog. I hope it has leaky doors, cried the second. I hope it has a bathroom, cried the third, for only his brains were smaller than his bladder. But Dreadylocks liked playing cool games at energyhog.org. And from energyhog.org, she learned how to use energy wisely. So the three energy hogs were forced to look elsewhere to waste energy and had to use the disgusting restroom at the gas station down the road. And the moral of the story is, to use energy wisely, log on to energyhog.org or waste not, hog not. This public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. 
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the second half of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I want to, again, thank Jonathan Jackson for taking some time out of his time off to chat with us. Uh, you know, it was certainly it was a great, great uh, opportunity to talk to him. Now, we're not done talking about General Hospital, so keep your dials where they are. I am now joined by SoapCentral.com's General Hospital Two Scoops columnist, Tammy Lou Waite, who uh, we're going to dish the interview. We're going to talk about some of the big general hospital stories that are coming up. So let me welcome her to the line. Tammy Lou, welcome to the show again. Thanks. Thanks so much, Dan. It's great to be on with you. So let's talk about the interview. Uh, there were some very interesting things. Um, certainly hearing Jonathan talk about the, the big confrontation scene. And I know that in your Two Scoops column you've had some, uh, some thoughts on it. So, Oh, my, my last Two Scoops column was pretty much a love letter to him. <laughs> <laughs> those scenes were just so brilliant, and I just have really enjoyed his work, you know, from the time he first came on when he was a kid, as he talked about earlier, and it's just so emotional and, and powerful. I just thought that everyone involved did a, you know, phenomenal job, and if they if they all end up with matching Emmys, I'll be pleased. It was also interesting, certainly, to hear him talk about what he's gained from having worked with Tony Geary and Jeannie Francis, who of course play Luke and Laura, and I thought it was interesting that he didn't really know and understand what was going on and the significance of Lucky Spencer when he first joined the show. Right. Well, as he said, when he first came on the show, their big scenes and their wedding and everything were their heights of their popularity were before he was born. So he <laughs> came into a little really... bit blind. But certainly, you know, as he said, as people started recognizing him and everything, he realized what their their worth was and how popular they were. And I, I really liked what he said about Jeannie Francis and her emotional availability and how that helped him learn oh, that definitely. it's okay to emote when you're acting. I just, I'm sure that both Jeannie and Tony were great mentors for him. Yeah, that, well, it made me feel really old. Uh, <laughs> when he said you and me both. <laughs> he wasn't born yet. Um, but no, you know, something that I've noticed, and I don't know if it, it's just me, you know, I, I do flip around the dial. I watch all of the soaps. And, you know, it's still so rare to see a male character show emotion. Right. Yeah. And, and, so, and not all of them can do it well. You know, there's, there's a lot of characters whom I won't name <laughs> that you kind of cringe when you say that they're going to have a big emotional scene because it, it's hard for them to do that. But, but Jonathan is really in touch with his soul, I think. His, his interview is very soulful where he talks about, you know, going to God. Mm-hmm. To, to draw those things out of him, and, and it's, you know, you can tell that he's in tune with his emotions and his spirit, which I think probably translates to the screen. Well, you know, there are, speaking of emotions, there are a lot of emotions uh, ranging from just uh, confusion to 
anger over the fact that General Hospital has had the same opening credits <laughs> since the Eisenhower administration. <laughs> uh, maybe not quite that long, but it's been about five or six years. Um, of course, there are some characters who appear in the opening credits who are dead. dead. They've been recast. <laughs> they've, uh, you know, they've disappeared. They've gone to the attic to get skis, whatever they've done. Um, but we're coming up on the big 12,000th episode, and brace yourself, we are getting new credits. Woohoo! I'm very excited about that actually. I'm I'm really anxious. I've seen a couple of the new cast photos and they look really fresh. And you know, I'm hoping that the opening credits are as delightful to see. <laughs> now, I'm going to be in all disclosure, I have not yet seen the new credits. They are uh, uh as highly guarded, probably. guarded as, you know, the winners of the Emmys. So, what would we like to see? Do we think, let's first start, do you think they're going to change the opening theme music? Well, they had the same theme music forever until, you know, the, the last update, I think, was somewhere in the 80s, and it got kind of a little bit hipper then. So it would be great if they did, a, if they did do a little update, although it's not, it's not as dated as the old the organ music like, like you <laughs> use between the commercials here, which I love. It's, you know, back to the old days of soaps. But, yeah, I was going to say, watch it, lady. We have organ music. <laughs> I know. I love it. Here. But see, that's the thing. That's paying a tribute to the history of soaps. That's how it used to be back in the day. So um, I would like to see characters that are actually on the show. <laughs> And, you know, I, I loved the scene that they had in the, in the old credits with all the guys in their tuxes and everything. It was really, you know, elegant and classy and everything, mm-hmm. but just, just with, you know, some updated characters and have the people that have been on the show for a few years that haven't made it into the credits yet. Okay. Uh, I want to also, while we're still talking here, I do want to uh, make sure that callers know if they'd like to call in and talk about General Hospital. They certainly can. The caller number line is 866 866- Four seven two five seven eight eight. It is toll free, uh, so you can feel free to call in and chat with uh, Tammy Lou and myself. Um, but you know, there's there's still there's actually a lot of other General Hospital news to get to. One, being an All My Children fan myself, is a little surprising to me, but we'll we'll get to it. The return of Sky Chandler, Quartermain, who appeared on All My Children. One Life to Live, and General Hospital. And it's been announced that Robin Christopher will reprise her role as Skye. And she's headed back to General Hospital. Yes. So here's the question. What are they going to do with her? (laughs) Last we heard, we believe Lorenzo is is dead. And Alan, who she thought was her father for a long time, is dead. So I'm trying to figure out where they're going to work her into the storyline. Well, you know, uh, I'm thinking timing is everything, and certainly they were probably in discussions with her long before. Well, I, I don't know that I believe that, but I'm sure there was some discussion before. Uh, but certainly David Canary, who plays Adam Chandler, who was her adopted father back when uh, Sky appeared on All My Children, but nobody right. knew it back then. It, 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 if you're just listening, you can go to uh, our Who's Who profiles on SoapCentral.com and get a better long-term explanation. But the gist of it is, uh, David Canary is leaving All My Children, and uh, for much of Skye's history, Adam was her father. Right. And uh, there doesn't appear to be any indication yet that Skye will appear back on All My Children to say goodbye to her other dad. And as an All My Children viewer, I'm a little disappointed. Well, it makes you feel cheated a little bit. 
That's a good way to put it. I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, you know, I, I really do like Robin Christopher. Certainly there was a period of time on All My Children where they recast the role, and you know, it wasn't quite the same. Um, Sky is a little more of a spitfire now. Uh, yeah. She was bad, like bad, bad, when she was on All My Children. Now she's just sort of uh, good, bad, uh, <laughs> where you really like to hate her. But I don't know. Uh, I mean, you mentioned storylines. Uh, I'm not sure exactly uh, where we'll where we'll go. But you know, maybe somebody has an fantasy? idea. Want to hear my fantasy? Go ahead. My fantasy is now that Johnny's gone to uh, his father and said he wants to take over the Zakara mob, that maybe she'll team up with Johnny. We have, you know, maybe, well, that's an interesting idea. That's interesting. We have a quick two minutes before we go to the break. Let me take a caller. We'll take Jenna from New Jersey to see if she has an idea of what Sky can be doing. Jenna, are you there? Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, uh, are you a General Hospital fan? Yes, I am. So let's talk. Uh, we only, like I said, we only have about two minutes. But what are we going to do with Sky? I don't know. Do you think she can make problems for Luke? <laughs> That's a good possibility, because I, I know Tracy is terribly jealous of her, so that could certainly throw a wrench into his happy marriage. Yeah, I don't know. I really liked her last time she was on it. It'll be interesting to see what they do with her. Yeah, you know, it's. Do you all, let me just, since a lot of people watch multiple soaps, do you also watch All My Children? Yes, I will love to live. Would you like to see Sky make an AMC appearance, uh, appearance to say goodbye to David Canary? I think it'd be nice. I mean, he has all these children, but, like, he never really sees them. So, like, it'd be nice to have her be acknowledged. And they mentioned her. They mentioned her when Adam was doing that big crazy will thing. Uh, you know, he mentioned Haley, yeah. which was nice since we just saw her, but he also did mention Skye and said, you know, if she ever shows up, uh, this certainly would be a, a great idea. Uh, maybe they can f- squeeze her away from General Hospital for one day. Well, since and both soaps were going to be on the same coast, now that'll be easier than when it was, you know, flying back and forth between New York and L.A. Absolutely. Do they know, like, how they're getting rid of a... Uh... Uh, Chandler on that show yet? Is, he's not going to die or anything, is he? Well, that you'll have to stay tuned, but I have my uh, ideas. I'm thinking that they've brought Brooke English back, or she will be making her appearance shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Adam and Brooke will rekindle their romance and decide that they'll, you know, hit the town together and, and, and uh, leave Pine Valley and head off to wherever it is Brooke has been for the past <laughs> three years. <laughs> That'd be good. It's just a thought. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I certainly never thought that Sky would return to One Life to Live. Uh, I'll check in the two of you. Did either of you think it, she'd pop up there? No, she had more of, I think, more history on, on either All My Children in General Hospital. She, her stint on One Life to Live is fairly brief, so. Yeah. More connections for her. And the other thing is, I'm wondering how old Lila Ray is going to be when she shows up. That's my other curiosity. Oh, I felt old when, when Jonathan Jackson said that he wasn't on the show for the, or wasn't born yet with Luke and Laura's wedding. I'm really going to feel yet. old when she shows up. <laughs> uh, I want to thank Jenna. Thank you for calling in. We're getting ready to thank go you. into a break here. Uh, but we will be back with more of your calls, more of Tammy Lou. She'll be here. And more of me on Soap Central Live after the break.
Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I am joined by Tammy Lou Waite, who is the General Hospital Two Scoops columnist for the SoapCentral.com site. So, Hi, Dan. Well, hello. You know, I've, <laughs> I've been putting this off because it's, it's such a, a firestorm of, of opinion on this, but I'm going to ask you, in terms of story, which do you think would make for a better outcome, having Lucky or Nicholas be the father of Elizabeth's baby, or... Is there, you know, a, a third story? Is there an alien out there? Is, is, is there Casey from Luma, I remember that. <laughs> is there something 
what else is going on here? Which do you think uh, it would make for the better story? And then we're going to bring on a caller to uh, let us know what they think. Well, in my heart of hearts, I'm rooting for Lucky. I'm Team Lucky because, as has been pointed out, the poor guy has had to raise everybody else's child in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping that he actually gets to have a child of his own to raise. And also, if the baby ends up being Lucky's, it gives him incentive to reunite with Elizabeth, whereas otherwise, of course, he doesn't have any. And I love their history. You know, I know that they've both made a lot of mistakes. They've both cheated on each other. They have all these things in their past, but I'm still rooting for them. You know, I, I, I love that Jonathan Jackson is back now. We can use all those flashbacks from when they were young. Oh, you know, I wish that they would just acknowledge the fact that we know that roles have been recast and just show the different performers in the flashbacks. I don't care. I think we're all smart enough to realize that, you know, recasts happen. Well, I do, too. When General Hospital had their last anniversary and they used flashbacks with the old Edward and, and Lila and the new Edward and Lila, nobody freaked out about it. <laughs> it was, it was beautiful, you know, you... You cherish the history of the show that you love. We're all relatively stable uh, soap fans, such as it is. Now, let me bring on a caller. Uh, it's actually another caller from New Jersey. It's Brandis from New Jersey to find out some more uh, additional thoughts on this Who's the Daddy storyline. Brandis, are you there? Yes. Hi. How are you? Hi, I'm Brandis. good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so let's, as let's, far as go ahead. What are you, which of uh, the topics are you calling in for? Well, I actually called in for the Sky storyline, but I don't mind. Oh, let's let's rewind. We'll TiVo it back a little bit. What is Sky <laughs> going to do? Um, well, I think it would be interesting because, as you know, um, Carly and Jax are having their issues, and Sky had a you know a relationship with Jax, you know, a long time. Oh, ago. yes. So hmm. that would be interesting to see because they both have children now to mm-hmm. see how, um, you know, they would rekindle that if at all or maybe just be supportive for each other um as far that as would that be good be. yeah huh. and then i was also thinking with um as far as sky coming back and the wards coming back too because yeah i was an adoptive cousin or something to that family i guess right um that would be interesting to see the dynamic of um maya and sky you know how that was the quarter main battle scenes those are always wonderful right (laughs) (laughs) you gotta love it (laughs) but yeah i i really look forward to um her return it's going to be great are you surprised that they're they're focusing on the quarter mains again after seemingly years of killing them off systematically one by one (laughs) yeah what is up with that but um i am kind of surprised surprised because i thought that you know she would be kind of gone. But then again, it's a soap, so anything goes. <laughs> and so anybody that's gone is actually up for coming back, you know. No one's right. really gone on a soap. Even so. if you've been dead but, for 20 years, you can be buried under the hospital for 20 exactly. years. Exactly. If Claudia is really gone, I think <laughs> Claudia's on a vacation somewhere. So. She's in Los yeah. Angeles on the yeah. phone. The right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, and that so would be let's... an interesting crossover story, but I – Digress. We were talking about General Hospital. <laughs> we're going to go to, uh, we're going to just do, right jump into this Who's the Daddy storyline. And which would make for the better story, having Lucky or Nicholas as the daddy? Hmm. Um, I think what would be interesting, even though it's been done before, is um, have Lucky think he's the dad and then it uh, turn out to be 
Nicholas as the father. Oh, poor Lucky. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know, but that's kind of what the uh-oh. I think because of um, Elizabeth and Lucky's history, mm-hmm. as far as um, growing up as young uh, love or whatever, I kind of, and this sounds bad, I don't want them to have a happy ending. I want Lucky to find someone else and, you know, they... Who would you know. pick for Lucky? Who, uh, you know, that's on the canvas right now. Who do you think would be a good match for him? I love... Sam and Lucky together. I may be alone with that, but I love um, what... Yeah, well, good luck prying her away from Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? It's the ideal right now, but yeah, I really love when they were together. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to leave it at that because we're running out of time here, but I want to thank you for calling in. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. talking to you. Now we have about a minute before we have to get ready to sign off, Tammy Lou. Is there anything else? Let's talk about maybe some... uh, some big previews. I understand that within maybe the next two weeks or so, we're going to find out who is the dad of Elizabeth's baby. That's certainly something to look forward to. Oh, absolutely. Anything I, know, else I think they think said uh, when they were talking this past week about uh, the paternity test that they have to wait an X amount of time. So, you know, when Patrick gives the thumbs up, <laughs> or Dr. Winters. Yeah, you know, I think that... Uh, they could easily, if they really wanted to, stretch it out to May sweeps. I think I heard Kelly uh, was mentioning something about maybe waiting until May. That would be a better time to test it. Of course it would. That's when the ratings that's when the ratings. See, now that Elizabeth's in Shady Brook, I don't know who's going to be the – if, if uh, Dr. Lee's going to make house calls to Shady Brook, we're going to have to find another gynecologist. Now, am I the only one uh, – every time I hear Shady Brook, I think of Shady Pines and the Golden Girls. <laughs> uh, maybe it's just me. No, but. no that's, that's a good one. Now I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Well, I, they must not have very good security, though, because Helena keeps popping up in Elizabeth's room and tormenting her, so I think they need some security guards there. That's enough to make you crazy in and of itself. Yes. Well, I want to thank you for calling and sharing this second half hour with me. Oh, thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Oh, well, and, and certainly if people want to hear more from you or read more from you, they can go to SoapCentral.com, navigate to the General Hospital section, and then go to the two scoops section and read more of your comments. We have uh, like five or six years of your columns archived for them to read. Wow, I've written a lot of columns. <laughs> so thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, Dan. Thank you so much. I would like to thank my guests this week. Of course, our General Hospital Two Scoops columnist from SoapCentral.com, Tammy Lou Waite, and the incredibly talented Jonathan Jackson for dropping by. Now, if there's a guest who you'd like to appear on a future edition of Soap Central Live, I want to encourage you to send an email to radio at soapcentral.com. There are still a few shows who aren't sure if you guys want to hear from the stars of their shows, and uh, I think it's time that we let them know with some of your feedback. So again, send an email to radio at soapcentral.com, and we'll make sure that stars from every show appear here. So until next week... Uh, make sure you tune in, same soap time, same soap channel. I'm Dan Kroll for Soap Central Live. We'll see you then. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. 
tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 